there. You are listening to IWG Radio, the place to be for all of your wellness needs. Hosted by functional medicine physician, Dr. Nicole Rivera. We just want to take a moment to thank you so much for listening and just let you know that any of the information that is provided is strictly for an educational resource and is not intended to diagnose or treat any conditions. The lifestyle interventions discussed should not be used as a substitute for any type of conventional medical therapy. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Nicole and I am here with Sam, the practitioner assistant. Uh, We work side by side here at IWG and we are kicking off another episode of Integrative Wellness Radio. So we are actually piggybacking off of our prior episode where we talked a lot about the different things that can be in our mouth that are contributing to some of our chronic symptoms. And one of the big things that I want to elaborate further on today is how it's not just about toxicity that can be in the mouth, but also there can be bacterial issues, not only in the mouth, but surrounding areas and how this can actually be really connected with some of our skin issues. Yeah, so what is the connection with this bacteria? A lot of people, when they think acne, they think of skin issues and hormonal issues, but is that always the case? Yeah, I think especially with women um, and even males going through puberty that we blame a lot on those hormonal changes. And especially, I know women do see a lot of changes with their skin getting close to their periods when they're ovulating. So it is very easy to confuse, you know, is this truly a hormonal issue or is this something else? And one of the disclaimers that I want to make is that 80% of your immune system is actually being consumed in the event that the body is going through major hormonal fluctuations. So really what this means is as a woman is ovulating, most of her immune defenses get derailed. So if there is an underlying infectious component like a bacteria around and that's hanging out in the body, then around the time of ovulation where the immune system kind of gets derailed because it's busy doing other things, we can easily see a flare in the skin um, or a breakout. And the same thing goes is when a male is going through puberty, the, you know, there's a lot of different hormonal shifts that are happening, which also will derail the immune system. So what it really comes down to is there is an influence by the hormones, but at the end of the day, it really comes down to an immune system function. And I would say right now with Sam and I working together and with the types of uh, testing that we do here at IWG, the most common things that we are seeing, not just in the gums and in the mouth, but we're also seeing the same thing in the sinuses, in tonsils, or the lymph nodes if someone doesn't have tonsils, is we're seeing strep. And occasionally I think staph infections as well, but I would say strep takes the cake Mm -hmm. with... um, you know, seeing it quite regularly with our patients. And many of you may be thinking, well, I've never had strep. I was never diagnosed with strep. Or, you know, I haven't had strep in 20 years. And we think of strep as that traditional strep throat, you know, super painful white patches at the back of the throat. But there are various types of strep, number one. And number two is strep is very commonly found in the body, especially in the mouth. Yeah, so people might say, why don't I just go on an antibiotic? Can you talk about why this won't resolve the problem sometimes? 
Well, I think that's, you know, a really valid uh, question. And most of the time when we're dealing with persistent acne, especially as a teenager, we're usually going on antibiotics. And, you know, we're trying to go on the antibiotics to nip this in the bud and, and get rid of the problem. But, you know, there's a couple of aspects here. When you're dealing with a antibiotic, first of all, it's not just working on your skin. It's working on everything. So unfortunately, the more that you deplete bacteria, you're not just depleting the bad bacteria, you're also depleting the good bacteria. And you do need healthy levels of these probiotics in order to keep the gut healthy, to keep the skin healthy, to keep the lungs healthy, really to keep everything healthy. Mm -hmm. So it is a double-edged sword when you're dealing with antibiotics because you can kill the bad, but you can also kill the good. Some of you may have been on antibiotics as a teen and maybe you got funneled to Accutane because the antibiotics didn't work. And, you know, why does that happen? If, if what we're saying is that this is truly a bacterial problem and we're seeing it quite often as a correlation to the skin, well, why wouldn't the antibiotics nip it in the butt? And really, it's not the easiest answer, to be honest, but I would say most of us as children at very young ages, if we had run-ins with ear infections or we had run-ins with a sore throat or we had a run-in with a fever, you know, most of us were using antibiotics regularly to, to resolve those things. And then in addition, there are levels of antibiotics that do show up in our food. Unfortunately, we are having antibiotics show up in our baby formulas as well. So we have created some super bugs at this point and we do there is valid research showing that we've created quite a few strains of super strep so these are streps that are resistant to antibiotics and in addition because they are super bugs they can get into the body and hang out for long periods of time and maybe not always be creating major problems but definitely create those ups and downs with our skin and those random breakouts that happen, especially around times of hormonal fluctuations. Interesting. What would you say the biggest exposure is to the strep bacteria? Well, it's definitely going to be passed, you know, especially if it's in the mouth, it's going to be passed family member to family member. Um, that's just simply by sharing drinks, sharing a fork, etc. Um, but, you know, at the same time, we can get exposed to strep from day one, if we were born in the hospital, mm -hmm. you know, the most common uh, infections that are hospital born is strep and staph. And those are the most common things we find in sinuses and we find in tonsils. So it can be everything from um, person to person, uh, friend to friend, sharing drinks, again, sharing forks. Uh, it can be from day one being born in the hospital. And um, it can even be sometimes from breast milk. And that's really strictly if mom had it in her system. So there is a variety of ways to get exposed. Um, it, it's, not, it's not an uncommon thing to be exposed to in this day and age. Can you correlate this to having dental procedures done? Definitely. Uh, so one of the big things that we do, especially here in America, is we get our wisdom teeth removed. And uh, I you know I personally, I only had one removed and it was so traumatizing. I but 
I can't even bear the thought of four. But when I had it done, I remember the dentist very specifically, you know, telling me about what I needed to do to follow up to make sure that my healing process was really smooth. And he said specifically, you know, not uh, consuming any solid foods, making sure I don't um, drink anything out of a straw. And the big conversation was about creating these dry sockets, which meant the clots um, from the tooth being removed would then dislodge. And then I would pretty much have a gaping hole in my gums. Um, which can cause a lot of problems moving forward. And I remember that conversation just so clearly because I was terrified of that happening to myself. But uh, taking that a step further is if you had dry sockets, then you, first of all, have a, 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 you have an open wound in the mouth that was, it's a high probability to get different types of uh, infections in that area, including strep. But more importantly, um, a holistic dentist taught me that if they remove a tooth, it doesn't matter if it's a wisdom tooth or not, and they do not remove the periodontal ligament, that the brain actually doesn't know uh, that the tooth is gone. So the proper healing mechanisms do not get laid down. And it's almost like you do have a, a crater that exists within the gum. And because of that reason, it's not that you're necessarily going to get an infection going through your healing process, but because of there being this, you know, this divot essentially that's in the gums, you can get food lodged in there and you can get bacterias in there just from bacterias that are on the foods that we eat. So this happening can create a systemic issue throughout the gums um, with bacterias that just hang out because it has an opportune environment uh, to live in. Yeah, and they're just hanging out there causing a whole bunch of different problems. <laughs> yeah, and some people might have the, the bleeding gums or, or tooth pain or you know uh, issues with their teeth, and, and some people might have more of a tonsil issue or a sinus issue. So everyone's manifestation of symptoms is quite different. Yeah, so why are we having such a hard time clearing out these types of strep? Well, I think part of it is the antibiotic resistance, number one, and the second layer to that is that we're usually not finding it just in the gums mm -hmm. or just in the tonsils. We're usually finding it in the gums, the tonsils, the sinuses, and then the surrounding lymph nodes. And the longer the lymph nodes of the neck are exposed, then your lymph nodes become congested. And you know, to just try to give a very basic example, if you think about the concept of vacuuming your carpet, and if you're vacuuming and the filter gets clogged, then you pretty much have to stop vacuuming, dump the filter, and then continue the process. So the longer your lymph of your head and neck are exposed to bacteria, heavy metals, different types of dusts and molds and pollens that we breathe in, your lymph nodes start to get congested, 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 congested. And it's almost the concept of this filter being clogged. So now there's not a lot of filtering happening anymore. And this create, poses a huge issue of our bodies being able to eliminate the things that we're exposed to. So 
it's kind of going back and understanding that it's not always about killing, killing, killing things and taking antibiotics and taking all of these, you know, different types of medication supplements to kill organisms, but it actually might be a matter of getting your filters ungunked essentially and starting the, uh, or allowing the body to use its own mechanisms to filter this stuff out. So how do we evaluate if strep actually is a problem for our patients here at Integrative Wellness Group? Well, we do um, an array of things because I would say the biggest thing uh, for IWG is we never rely on one type of test Mm -hmm. because you will get different answers from the types of tests that you do. So we like to create a collaboration effect and we will use everything from uh, blood work to a swab. We do a lot of nasal swabs. We do throat swabs. So we'll be able to collaborate that in addition to using our autonomic response testing, which is a type of muscle testing that was created by Dr. Klinghart um, to take that a step further and see if there are different things in the tonsils, lymph nodes, sinuses. And then on top of that, we use our bioresonance scan. Um, The beauty of the bioresonance scan is we can scan for organisms in the limb for the sinuses or the tonsils and gums but we can also treat with uh, with that technology as well so oftentimes when we get into the actual treatment component we're using a collaboration of our bioscan uh, or the bioresonance scan and then we might be using supplements we might be using um, certain types of oral rinses Uh, We might also even be recommending a certain toothpaste or oil pulling. So we try to hit it from so many different angles. Yeah, and with our bioresonance scans, we've been finding a lot of strep actually in the reproductive organs also. Can you talk deeper into that? Well, going back to the lymph nodes, um, the lymph nodes travel through the body and they travel through the body because their job is to pick up on toxins and bacteria and foreign substances that should not be in the body in the first place. So before your your lymph nodes maybe get to the point of complete congestion, you might have these lymph nodes circulating through your body holding these infections um, because that is their job is to hold them and dissolve them. Your your lymph is like Pac-Man. It's not um it's not pushing it out through your gut. It's not pushing it out through your skin. It's actually working literally like Pac-Man and eats stuff. But if, you're pick, if the body is picking up on an overload of this strep, maybe in the respiratory system, sinuses, etc., and then it starts to travel via the lymph nodes, you can actually see strep come up in the reproductive organs. Uh, you can see it come up in the knees. So oftentimes what this looks like is women that have polyps in their uterus. They have ovarian cysts. They have um, fibroids. They also sometimes are dealing with knee pain or arthritis of the knees. Mm -hmm. And this is because the strep has now moved into other tissues of the body. So what are the strategies to resolving strep in the body? Well, like I said before, it's collaborating different, um, the different technologies that we have, and then also using the potential for supplements, oral rinses, and even um, toothpaste. Uh, But everything that we do is always going to be something that we test for the patient. 
Uh, so that is one of the beauties of the autonomic response testing is we're always going to make sure that we are testing the body to see how is it best going to eradicate these different infections. And if that means it's using more of our bioresonance technology or if it's using supplements or if it's a using a collaboration of the two. Uh, so we're very big on making sure that it's not a cookie cutter approach and that it's actually what this specific person's body needs. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Nicole, for all of this information, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Yes, thank you so much, and uh, please check out our website because we do offer a free 15-minute strategy call. So if this is some type of information that you really resonated with and you're looking for more information about you know, what we do and our approach or even just kind of telling your story to one of our staff members, uh, just please feel free to schedule one of those calls. Our client services would be looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much. Thank you.